My name's Doug Rudder, and this is my podcast, Present with God. James chapter 2. We are a family. The last thing we need in our spiritual community is favoritism. There are people in your community that dress fancy with all the latest fashion, and then there are others who can't afford all that. If you show special attention to the rich people and marginalize the poor people, you are judging with the same shallow prejudices as the rest of the world. I love you, so I want to remind you of how often God has picked the poor of this world, who have a rich faith, to receive a greater share of the participation in his kingdom. But you have it all backward. You don't value the poor, but it's the same rich people that you idolize who are using the system to keep others down and to maximize their own wealth. When this happens within God's family, it puts a stain on his name and hurts his reputation. The best way to live is by the Lord's law, love your neighbor as yourself. But if you are instead showing favoritism, it's not just rude, it's a sin. You know that one sin makes you guilty of the whole law because sin isn't simply violating a rule, It's ignoring your relationship with the one who made the rule. None of us can hope to act and speak perfectly our whole lives, so don't try to rely on the law of rule following. In Jesus, we have a new law of freedom. In this new law, we are gracious to others because we have received grace from him. Don't fool yourself into thinking you can go through life talking about what you believe without actually living out your faith. Empty religious slogans won't put clothes on naked people or fill empty stomachs. If what you believe doesn't prompt you to action, it's dead. The demons believe everything about God that you do and more, but their actions have sealed their fate. We respect Abraham's faith because of what he did. What he believed was demonstrated by his absolute obedience to God's commands even when God asked him to sacrifice his son. Just like Abraham, our faith is not fully mature until the things we believe begin to change the things we do. That is why the Bible says Abraham's faith was revealed in his life. And because of that, his relationship to God was obvious. I want you to see from this example how our relationship with God is validated, not just by what we say we believe, but also by what we do. Another example is Rahab. She wasn't one of God's chosen people. She didn't know that much about God in the first place. But when she risked her own life to hide the Israelite spies in Jericho, she demonstrated the depth of her faith. The bottom line is this. Beliefs that don't result in action are like a body without breath. It's just dead.